You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. You know that I feel like it's important to express yourself. You got to put your true self out there. And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do that. That's right. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know it doesn't get any more comfortable than the Croc clogs and sandals. They are just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. K40, y'all. That's the sound bite? That's the sound bite. That sounds like an announcement. I'm sure they know by now. If y'all have been following my Instagram, you know, baby. I love it here in the 4040 Club. Happy to be here. Deadass? Deadass didn't think I would, but I do. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Dead ass starts right now. Story time. Story time. Are you going to tell the story time on my 40th? I, I got about mad stories. My 40th? Well, not about your 40th day, but your 40th year. Yeah. Because you had a year for the ages. Let's just use story time to just go over everything that happened for you in your 40s. You mean leading up to 40? Because it was technically yes. still 39. Le- leading up to 40. This okay. 39th year, because this is your 40th year. This is my 40th year. It's and I plan to continue year. with the same energy. Just letting you know that now. God. May I tell you? <laughs> I don't I don't know how you can can continue with this energy. Okay, go ahead. Number one, you traveled out of the country every month since May. And the only reason why no, since April, because in April mm-hmm. I was in Canada. Yes. And the only reason why we didn't go in January, February, March is because we were on tour with the book and with the podcast. Mm-hmm. You travel you've traveled to a different country every month. Mm-hmm. You saw Beyonce. Five times. Why do you squint when you say it like that? Like you feel some kind of way that I saw her. I don't. Five times. I don't feel. Listen, I'm, I'm an honorary Beehive member, <laughs> honorary. But I can't imagine seeing somebody perform five times it was in a one show. calendar year. It was a show, y'all. If you didn't go, sorry. <laughs> you went and saw Drake. Mm-hmm. You saw LL. Mm-hmm. You saw Usher. Mm-hmm. In the last month, you went to Turks and Caicos. Uh-huh. You went to Jamaica. Yep. Reason why I'm bringing all this other stuff up is because it's my 40th year. <laughs> so when all of you people be like, Kadeen deserve it. She better. Uh, 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 la, ha, uh, uh, have that same energy because now I'm turning 40. Y'all better be in these comments asking Kadeen, what are you doing for DeVal for his 40th? Baby, I can't wait. All you got to do is say the word. The only thing that's holding me back is potential gigs that you may be booking. 
But baby, had you had a clear schedule, we'd be somewhere every month. We'd be going to see Beyonce every month for my 40th <laughs> birthday. That's that's what would happen. You missed like the, the highlight of the year, though, to kick everything off prior to the travels. What was the highlight of the year? The highlight was us together becoming New York Times best-selling authors. Oh, yes, yes, And having yes. an amazing sold-out tour in multiple cities. Yes, I yes, feel like yes. that first quarter of the year was like epic and it really just set the tone for what that last year in my 30s was going to look like that is very true you had a very eventful and uh monumentous yes end of the 30s and very auspicious <laughs> for my jamaicans <laughs> and auspicious well no in all seriousness uh, congr- uh congratulations to you Thanks, uh, also babe. seizing the moment because we talked about this last week yes not waiting for there to be one moment for your birthday but taking the opportunity every day leading up to your if the biggest thing for me, mm-hmm. for you in your 40s, is that you took very good care of yourself mm-hmm. and made it a paramount choice to eat better, live better. Yes. And be better. Yes. And that wasn't just for 40. That was just for the future. But you changed your diet. You changed the way you work out. You changed your sleeping habits. Like you really did a lot of things differently. And Today, I want to discuss the purpose behind that. And what do you think you've gained by making all those changes in the past year? I love that. Before we get into all of that, we have karaoke. Karaoke time. And since this episode is dedicated to you, (gasps) I'm going to let you go ahead and do your karaoke thing. In retrospect, I feel like I should have done a Beyonce song, right? (laughs) Coming out of (laughs) the year that I've had. I'm Beyonce But I know, I know. You're Beyonce I'm sure a lot of people are. But I was just like, it kind of made sense. But since we're in a new year, I'm actually going to start with a throwback. Okay. Because there's this meme going around or it's like a video that says, um, it's like point of view. I'm that friend that when you get in the car, you're always going to hear old music. Okay. Like I'm okay. not listening to anything that's recent or new. You're always gonna probably get some <laughs> sort of like random '90s to 2000 R&B song. <laughs> so, in thinking of 40 and me and who I am as a woman here now, who I plan to continue to evolve into, it came down to none other than the late, the great Whitney Houston. I'm every woman. It's all in me. Everything you want done, baby, I do it naturally. I can cast a spell. That reminds me of. you can do. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Make a special move. Go the ahead. Fire inside of you. Anytime you feel, take That reminds me of my mom. Saturday mornings. She, I would wake up, it'd be like 8.30, my mother up. I smell the pine sole and the Windex. And she's like, get up, get up, get up. We got to clean. Everybody get up. Trauma. Get up, get up. I'm like, gosh, why? Trauma. Why? I know it was either Whitney Houston or it was Babyface and Tony Braxton Yeah. on them Saturday mornings. It was very Kiss FM. Yes. 98.7 Kiss FM. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break. We're going to get back into meat of the show, which is me talking about turning 40, reflecting on my last year, and... What I'm looking forward to. I'll Mm -hmm. share a little bit with y'all. Stay tuned. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. 
Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times... When you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. All right, so we're back. And my girl, Trouble, came up with some facts and stats. I'm going to okay. ask you these facts and stats, and you tell me if these facts and stats are true. Okay. Number one, mm -hmm. according to research, women at 40 tend to feel more self-confident and sure of themselves. One, is this true or false? 100%. 100% true. Like I, at 40, mm -hmm. I didn't feel the way I expected to feel because it's just a thing that you hear about or you experience. So you just kind of dread about the idea of getting older, but I'm actually embracing it. And I'm also looking at 40 being not what 40 was for our parents' mm -hmm. generation or generations mm -hmm. prior. 
Um, in my 40s now, I definitely just feel like I'm settled into who I am and who I'm supposed to be. And of course, I'm still willing to learn and grow and change as I evolve in my 40s. But um, so many women I've spoken to, they say the 40s, this particular decade is like the best year of their lives for so many reasons. So I'm excited. Yeah, when I think about the 40s and think about so many people, women who I've looked up to in entertainment, 40 is when they kind of had that that breakthrough where they became mm-hmm. exactly who they are. Like you look at Taraji, um, you look at Regina Hall and Regina King. Mm-hmm. Both of their careers really exploded. They've always been consistently working in their 20s and 30s. But mm-hmm. when they got to their 40s, then it was just like, wow, like they out of here. Bro, it's, it, there's a power in being unapologetically who you want to be, right? Not who being who you think you should be mm-hmm. or being who you should be for other people. Just really genuinely sitting in that space of, I like who I am. I like where I am. I like where I'm going. Um, and also reflecting on the years prior because for so long, I have always been the person that looked at all the things that I haven't accomplished yet, mm-hmm. right? There was one of our podcast live shows where someone asked, you know, like, so what's next for you, Kadeen? Like, what, what, like, what, what's some big things that you're going to do? And I'm just kind of like, wow, I was always thinking about all the things that I hadn't done yet. Mm-hmm. But I can actually sit back now and say, man, look at how much I have done and yeah, I have accomplished. And that in turn only lights a fire under me to want to do more and to be greater. And as my children get older, I think there's, there's, that's like a barometer for me because now my children really are looking at me as a, as a mom, as mm-hmm. a woman, as a wife, like knowing that they're looking at me probably with a different lens as they get older, their appreciation for me as a mother, um, my interactions with them as a mother, the quality of time that I spend with them. That is also very, very important to me. And I feel like that's something that's been highlighted for me in this past year. Um, And then you and I, you Mm -hmm. know, you've known me since, other than the fact that we went to elementary school together, you've known me since I was, what, 18? Just about? 18, yeah. And you've always pushed me to be more and to do more and to be the best that I can be and follow my dreams and dream bigger. And I'm looking at you as well, wanting to make you proud of the Mm -hmm. woman that I am becoming so yeah 40s for me I just feel very very confident and sure of what I'll look like for the rest of my life well you've only been 40 for about <laughs> 39 days oh man you know 39 you got days, it down so. to the day yes you know December 5th and today we're recording right now and it is January MLK. 15th yeah all right so there you go mm-hmm. 40 days about right. 40 days well right. 30 days, 31 in December, 41 days, 40, (laughs) there you go, 41 days. So you've been, you've been 40 for 41 days. Uh Have some questions for Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. Tribble is going to help me with these questions. But most of the conversation around women turning 40 tends to be around premenopause, weight gain, and increased libido. I like that part. What are some things you want to hear more about from women over 40? And the reason why I ask is because- Uh We do have a platform mm-hmm. where people are growing with us. Yes. You know, people who are listening may not be 40 now, mm-hmm. but if they listen, continue to listen, they're going to remember this time and say, well, I remember when Kadeem was turning 40, this is what she said she wants to hear or what she's interested in seeing or learning about. Mm-hmm. Turning 40, what were some things that you were just like, I'm tired of hearing about this and I want to hear more of that? Mm, 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 mm. Um, 
what I do want to hear more about is just health and wellness. I think that's why mm-hmm. I've been so adamant about looking into what I've been consuming, my body composition. Mm-hmm. That's why on the prior season that we had here, we went. I went to the holistic doctor mm-hmm. to get some blood work done to just see like what I can do now to prevent any future issues when it comes to health and wellness and trying to break myself or rid myself of the things that quote unquote run in the family. Mm-hmm. My mom being the prime example of that, you know, she's about 26 years, my senior. Mm-hmm. So for looking at her and some of the things that she was dealing with health wise, I'm now it's causing me to take an introspective look at myself to say, man, are there certain things that I can either eliminate from my diet or implement into my lifestyle that will make me potentially avoid those things, but also give me a new lease on life, you know? Um, Do you have any regrets? It's 40 years have passed in your life. Is there anything in the past 40 years you feel like, damn, I didn't do this, or I wish I, I, I didn't do that? Is there anything in your life at 40, looking back now that you like, if I could have done this differently, I would have? Hmm. I know we've spoken several times about if we had met later mm-hmm. in life or if we weren't so serious so early. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to see what my career as like a journalist might have panned out to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a regret per se because it mm-hmm. kind of inadvertently pushed me into this space that I'm in now. So I'm still able to speak and use my personality. Right. And it's actually a little bit more curtailed to like what I really want wanted to begin with. Like I didn't want to be a talking head news reporter anchor, but more so somebody that was in the entertainment field and industry and stuff. Um, I probably would have had my kids closer together and sooner to get that out out the the way. way. Yeah. Because we had that five year gap between Jackson and Chiron Kaz. And then we have Coda. So all I keep thinking is like, damn, by the time Dakota's like graduating college, I'm going to be, damn, I'm going to be well, I'm going to be up there. Right. Because Dakota's two. So I'm 40. Years, six, no, from graduating from college. From college, like 21 ish. 20, 20 years. Yeah. He's 20, 22, he graduated from college. And then by the time he has children, I'm like, damn, am I going to be around for his kids? Like, you'll be 60 <laughs> when you, you talking like, yo, if, Bro. If, if Coda graduated in 20 years, he'd be, you'd be 60. You'd still be younger than your parents who are lit, like, here helping us now. So, Yes, you'll be here. You'll be fine. I love my boys and my family so much, and I want to be around to do the things for them that I want to do. Like almost be like how my mom is for how us. How old is your dad? My dad's seventy-one. How old is your mom? Sixty-six. How old is grandma? Eighty-six. How old was uh, Grandma Joseph when she passed? When she passed, eighty-two, maybe. So, so realistically, the women in your life mm-hmm. have lived to be eighty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have well 80s, a whole yeah. another forty years of life left. That is true. So I you do have, have to a lot stop of life thinking left. like, yeah. like the end is near, and start thinking like, dang, <laughs> like I'm not even at the midway point. No, right. considering the fact that you are taking more advantage of the knowledge you have, mm-hmm. being less stressed, eating better, things that your grandparents and the women in your family couldn't do. Right. But now you have those advantages, so you can. It's fair to say, you know what? If all else is equal, mm-hmm. I can live to eighty plus. Plus 10 years. For sure. So that gives you 90 plus. So that means you have almost 60 more years of life left. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. What would you like to see in those next 60 years? I'm looking at the evolution of just myself as a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, first and foremost, is always going to be you and the boys and my family, of course. But continuing to see how I'm going to contribute to building this legacy that we have for our boys. So what's next from a business standpoint? 
um, you and I continuing to build an empire together where we can then sit back and kind of just enjoy some time and some space together. Mm -hmm. So that way I'm not going to be in a different country every month without you right, <laughs> with right. different groups of people. Right. But, um, I was jealous. Of course I not. was jealous. Yeah. I, Cause you yeah, got on I a bikini, you know what I'm saying? You I was out definitely here sending you selfies frolicking. Though. I got selfies every day, every day. <laughs> One thing I tell you when K go to go away in the morning, when I wake up, I'm going to give me some nice selfies. That I can't sure show y'all. <laughs> And throughout the day, she's going to take some pictures. And then before she go to sleep, I get some even nicer selfies that I can never show y'all. Bro. So you that even yeah. though I was jealous you being away, I would like to be there. I, but I want to take you, know? you along. I want us to see the world. I want to show our boys the world. Wanna I want to watch more. them grow. Yeah. I want to travel more. I want to take our boys and experiences. For me, it's going to be about having moments. Like how we started the season talking about not waiting till the, the new year or the beginning right. of the month, or the beginning of the week to do things. I really want to just be in those moments and it may force me to pull back a little bit when it comes to sharing and social media. And I'm okay with that. Um, those are some things that I really want to just be connected in as I move into my forties. One thing that you, you, you mentioned here was the increased libido weight gain and perimenopausal stuff. I went to my OBGYN for my checkup, my annual checkup again, top of the year thing. Mm -hmm. I used to do it at the top of the year cause it's easy to remember like, Oh, new year right. checkup. Um, and then seeing her, she told me that I have to go for a mammogram at 40. So that's one of the things that women, if you don't know, you look forward to having to do that is um, going for the first mammogram. Some women go earlier, depending mm -hmm. on their family history. If you had, you know, breast cancer or any kind of cancer in your family history, you have to go earlier. Um, but seeing as though I don't have that now, I'm going to have to schedule an appointment for that. Not looking forward to it because I haven't heard the best stories about mammograms. But What do you mean? Um... Some people just say like it's uncomfortable. You know, you're pretty much in a machine that's going to squeeze your breast tissue like to a pancake. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. But, um, you know, based off self-exams and my OBGYN yeah. doing exams with me, everything seems to be good. But okay. I mean, it's one of those things that's preventative, right? So you just go every mm -hmm. year or every two years um, or as needed to get that checked up on. It the is true that they're going to smash your breast <laughs> in the mammogram. And what makes it even worse is that when they're doing the mammogram, they're taking the picture, they're smashing your titty, and you have to hold your breath Oh, while they're doing it. So it's like the most awkward thing in the world. Super awkward. So you're smashing my titty into a pancake, and I have to hold my breath simultaneously. When normally, when things like this happen, the only way you can deal with it is breathing. Breathing. So exactly. I'm, it's giving like, niggas be passing out. Well, I mean, you only, <laughs> you only pass out if you're not aware. Mm -hmm. So you should practice. So when we leave, we're going to go in the room, you're going to hold your breath, I'm going to squeeze your titties. <laughs> now, if you're about to pass out, I'm going to let go and tell you, yo, yo okay. you, almost, you almost passed out, so let's let's practice this more often. You know, and you I got to tell my, my, I had a man, my gram, my <laughs> a man, man, ma a man, my ma man, my grammed me, <laughs> and all's well on the home front. Um, also, increased higher libido. I've spoken about finally you having the vasectomy, me getting off of birth mm -hmm. control. Women say that the libido spikes in the 40s. I'm not sure what that is, if it's just the changes in hormones, the being perimenopausal, all that stuff. Maybe what is it perimenopausal? It. It's, I think it's, is it's that not pre? Premenopause? Is that pre? Yeah, it yeah. is premenopause when you start basically having menopausal symptoms, but menopause is defined as having not had a menstrual cycle in 12 months, for 12 months. Mm. And perimenopause, it can be intermittent. 
Oh, intermittent. So you may have a period like one month and then maybe like it'll disappear for a little bit. And then so that you may still have your period, yeah. but you start having more hormonal changes. Yeah. Oh, man. More hormonal changes in the 40s. I've been dealing with hormonal changes since <laughs> you was a teenager. But these- 18 to 20 was hormonal changes. Pregnancy, all of your 30s, hormonal changes. Now the 40s, I got to deal with more hormonal changes. Oh, Jesus. Imagine us having to or me having to actually deal with <laughs> in my body. It's a lot of hormonal changes. You need a support group? Hold my hand. I need a support group for real, bro. Hold my hand. Because now hand. it's going to be, I got to understand this too because you're going through. <laughs> so it's, it's, once again, gentlemen, we're going to have to understand. Well, I will we say. We're going to have to understand. Now in my 40s, I oh. won't expect you to always understand. But what I will do is overly communicate how I'm feeling and the things that I want and need when you can also express to me the things that you want and need so we can get through this together. It hurt. Together, my head hurts. You should get a prize. No, for being because with me this long. Think about after perimenopause <laughs> is actual menopause. Then I gotta go through that with you. Just take me on a trip. I think it'll be fine. Look, look, that solves everything. <laughs> she was on trips all last year. That ain't solved take nothing. Take me on a trip, that and I think something. I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. That's always the answer. Um, yeah, always going to be the answer. Um, but yeah, also, so we talked about that weight gain. I've, like I said, been super, super sensitive about the things that I'm eating, the things mm-hmm. that I'm consuming. You and I are barely recognizable when it comes to what we're eating now. Yeah, I don't eat the same. Like I, I, I couldn't believe it, and I didn't think that you would be there with me. But I appreciate that we can do that together. Yeah, you know, if you're so gonna we, do it, we, I'm gonna do it so that it's yeah, easier. There's nothing worse to... than changing your diet, but then watching the person that's your partner still eating the way you was eating. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, that smells good. Let me just get a little piece. So oh, it's for like, sure. Let's just do it together. It's like the whole household has um has changed. So I love that for us. Um, and then that way I can just embrace the body that I have and age gracefully. You know, people still going to tell me my buddy button looks funny or <laughs> that's the rumor. I, Y'all, belly, that's her belly button, bro. It's belly been, it's button. the same belly button since I met her when she was 18. It's the same belly button, yo. Deval, don't even try <laughs> to continue to explain it. One thing I'm not going to do in my 40s, y'all, is argue with anybody and go back and forth in comments about my fucking belly button. It's the belly button I was born with. So for all of the tummy tuck rumors and oh the belly button look man made and it looks funny, my my stomach's gonna look funny because I had four kids. <laughs> like I don't know anybody who's had four children whose stomach just looks completely normal, like they're in their twenties. Hey man, like it's just not a thing. So between that and having the diastasis recti and having the protrusion, one minute people think I'm pregnant again, the next <laughs> minute people think I had a tummy tuck. Y'all pick pick a side, but what I'm not gonna do is go back and forth with nobody about my damn belly button. Period. I just maybe don't. that's forty. I've never looked at a picture <laughs> and focused on the belly button. I've never done bro, it. I don't know what it is, bro. I don't know what and it it's, is. And it's literally other women just picking women apart. And they be wrong and strong Man. and loud and proud. <laughs> I be seeing some of the comments. I know that's a fake belly button. I can tell because my cousin got the same. The stomach looked like this. You know how like stupid that. you sound. I think no stomachs look the same. Listen, especially I got to. I got to say this. Kids. I got to say this. I got to say this and look at the camera. <laughs> that is her belly button, bro. <laughs> I don't care how. I don't, that is her belly button. Okay, Kadeen did not get a tummy tuck. Trust me. If Kadeen would have got a tummy tuck, she still wouldn't have the little protrusion from the dysastes recti. We know this because she thought about it. I did. She thought, she literally said, babe, after four kids, do you think it should be good to have a tummy tuck? And we talked about it. I was just like, I don't know, because then you're going to be out of commission. And I think you can just work through it. Mm -hmm. Me being an exercise person, I was like, yo, 
if we do what we got to do together in the like gym, like we've been doing, like we've been doing, every kid. I feel like you can get back. And yeah. last year, that's another thing mm-hmm. we forgot. Last year, you walked in Fashion Week, mm-hmm. which was something oh, that you, yeah, that was huge. That was huge for you, and yeah. you, were, you were 39, but going into 40. And a large part of us changing was because we wanted you to be at the best version of yourself walking mm-hmm. at on that, that point, at that stage. Yeah. And you achieved that. Like mm-hmm. you were out here when it was hot, because the fashion show was in September. Mm-hmm. Jackson started football in July and August. Me and Jackson, every week, twice a week, would go to that field and we would be running. It'd be 115 degrees out there. I got Girl. the harness. I got all this other stuff. I'm pulling K back. She running. So I know it'd be annoying to you to do all of that shit <laughs> only for people to go out there and be like, nah, look at her stomach, her belly button fake. Nah, fuck y'all. Her belly button not <laughs> fake. Because if it was fake, we wouldn't have been out there with that damn heat running on the freaking field. That's a fact. God would have skipped all that. Not seriously though. Like seriously. <laughs> now if y'all tell me my arms look a little fat, that is true. Because I do <laughs> neglect my upper body. And I've been saying that's one of my goals this year I've is been to telling do more her, upper body workouts. Kay will go into the gym <laughs> and squat and lunge and deadlift. And run like her and life walk. depends on it. And I'd be like, what'd you do for upper body? Oh, so I did some ball twists. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not an upper body workout, okay? I know. Upper body is just so boring to me. So I'm going to challenge myself this year and do more upper it's body. It's not Because I don't want to have them like arms. You know what I'm saying? And I do see some size in my arms. So I mean, you you do see some size, but that's ain't nothing wrong with that. But you know you what's like sexy it? though? What's that? A nice chiseled back. Yeah. When you see I've a woman that's like lately. thick with like them thighs and them mm-hmm. glutes and, and everything. And then her back is just like... Shlack, shlack, shlack. <laughs> should be like, and them low ooh. back dresses and stuff like that. Yes. That's what I'm gonna work on. Yes. I'm gonna challenge myself for like by the time the summer comes, I'm gonna do more upper body and back stuff. All right, because that'll be my challenge. Like I got pretty much all my weight, like you know, yeah. the strength back in my legs. Yeah. My core is getting that much better. Um so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that, y'all. I'm gonna work on that. And any day I do do a BBL or tummy tuck, <laughs> just know I'm gonna get my hip dips filled. That's how you'll You're not know. getting your hip dips filled. That's I hate, how you'll know no, you won't that I get, got no, my body done. No. Is if I got my hip if I get hips all of a sudden, no, then y'all know. Because you're gonna be out here looking like a wisdom tooth. <laughs> I know. There will be no a hip dips filling. Tooth. You're gonna look like a wisdom tooth. Here's my a thing. I have no problems with plastic surgery. A woman get plastic surgery Absolutely. for whatever. Good. But my thing is you gotta look like a human still. Yes. You can't walk around looking like a wisdom tooth. It's just not attractive. Hips wider than your shoulders? Right. Nah, son. I don't, I'm not for the hip dips. I'm not for the hip dips. Yeah. Now, a woman, give her, her dedicate her life to having kids, stretch marks come, things fall because of gravity, you you gain right. weight, or all that other skin. stuff. I get it. Yeah. Like, I get it. And, it's, and men can't be judging women on how their bodies change. We never have to sure have kids. Can. And women shouldn't be judging it. We, we already know the that. struggle. <laughs> I know we shouldn't be, but we that. should know the struggle that we deal with, whether it's a little bit of weight gain just because... Or if it's weight gain from children or, you know, saggy skin and stretch marks and all that. Thankfully, genetic, that. genetically, I think I, I lucked out because my mom has not one stretch mark from three kids. Her skin is like, yeah, your mom, my grandmother's your skin is like skin butter. Great. So thankfully, I didn't end up too bad with the stretch mark department. I have some on my thighs and my butt. I've never once looked at a stretch mark and been like, Ugh. Yeah, I I've know. never not once. You've had stretch marks since you were 19. I have. You've had that stretch means you marks got a in your booty. your booty, your yeah. hips, your right here. You always had. I've never once looked at the stretch marks and been like, "Oh my god, I can't even believe she got Bruh. a stretch mark." And shout out to my mom and my aunts and my grandma because we all got booties on that side. So yes, that's another thing too. Kay y'all. did not get her butt done. <laughs> now I will say this though. I will say this. Mm-hmm. The top of the year last year when we started working, Kay been doing squats like religiously. And when I mean squats, 
heavyweight because mm-hmm. this is the first time after I had the vasectomy, Kay was like, yo, I'm not having no more kids. Yeah. Let's get into getting this body right. Mm-hmm. We've been doing heavyweight squats, goblet squats, sumo squats, body mm-hmm. weight squats, single leg squats, Hungarian squats. RDLs. Then we, RDLs. Um, hydrants. Well, RDLs, Romanian deadlifts. We do straight leg deadlifts. We do hydrants. You got... Hy- yeah, everything. Everything. So your legs leg look press. completely different than you yeah. did in your and 20s. And they're still not even where I want them to be. My legs still got a little fat. That I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a kneecap. I never had a kneecap in my life, so that's another goal of mine to get a kneecap. I'm gonna be honest, I ain't never wanted you to have a kneecap. <laughs> I'm fine. With you the see fat. how us women pick ourselves apart, I'm even in our forties, we still do. We still do. It's just what happens. But yeah, you do just, pick yourself apart. I do. I do. And I'm here to tell you to chill out. Thank you. Chill out. Hey, if you like it, I love it. So. Oh, I love it. Can't you tell? <laughs> we got four boys here because I love it so much. So, oh my gosh, I love but, um, it. I, love I got, it. I got one more question for you okay have you already experienced any physical or mental changes since turning 40 41 days ago Hmm. physical changes i will say overall i have a lot more energy but it could also just be the change that i've made in like my diet and the way i eat and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and also prioritizing sleep like i'm no longer subscribing to team no sleep Give me my pillow. Give me my bed. I'm going to sleep. I'm taking <laughs> mm-hmm. this nap. I'm going to do that. So um, other than that, nothing super physically. Mentally, I just feel like I'm in a good place. I just feel like I'm in a good place. And how, it's like, how can I not be? God has blessed me immensely. He's shown me all the favor in my life. Yeah. You know, I have you by my side every day mm-hmm. on days that I feel like I don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be in a little rut or I'm trying to mm-hmm. figure out what's next. Like, you're just like, babe, go do it. I got mm-hmm. you. You've always found ways to make sure that my life was that much easier so I can just do the things that I really want to do for myself and for my family. Um, That's what's up. I'm, I, I love you for that. So I have to say, even though I turned 40 and it was a huge milestone in my life, um, you asked me what I wanted to do when you thought maybe I wanted to have a huge birthday party with right. a ton of people because historically that's how we've done things. You know, all the kids' first birthday parties were at least 200 huge. people. They were huge. And I'm like, no, in this season of life, I just want my core people. I want time with you. So you took me to Vegas. We had a nice little weekend mm-hmm. or a couple of days, you know, to see Usher. I wanted to be with my boys, my parents, you know, my brother and my sister and my family was like, yo, we want to celebrate you. Let's go to Jamaica. My girls were like, hey, we want to take you away to Turks. Like, it was really nice to be in those moments, to be loved on in that way. You know, day to day, you see people, family, friends, and you enjoy their space. You say hello. You touch base. But it's different when people purposefully come together to celebrate you and all of your favorite things. And it makes you feel that much more seen, um, that much more appreciated. So shout out to you, um, to my family to my my core group of girlfriends that took me away um, and really just loved on me. Like the end of 2023 for me and um, the end of my 30s was like, I wish that everybody can go out that way. Well, yeah. not go out that I'm way. I'm about to say, y'all, y'all make turning 40 seem like you just transitioned <laughs> to an afterlife. I would be everybody can go out. I the way I went out with my friends was around me, my family, they held it down. You know, I, I appreciate them they last days. Send me off into you know, my 40s. I, I forgot that. Was that just, that wasn't know, the right way to say it, but you know what yeah, I mean. You like, got to go I out ended, like that. You know, it was a lot. You know, ended my 30s with a bang. And now I'm looking forward to celebrating you, sir. So we're going to talk about what you're looking forward to in another podcast going into 40. Yeah, hopefully, I get a chance to go out like you went out. <laughs> you know, we can uh, 
have everybody come together and mourn the, 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 the last 39 years because now I'm 40. <laughs> Yo, listening to y'all talk about 40, I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't looking at 40 like that. It's going to be a motherfucking Bro, party. It is exciting, I'm, I'm, though. I'm super excited. I'm man, super excited. I don't know, maybe. But I say that to say there's people who do feel like 40 is like the end, and I just want you to know that it's not. It's literally what? the beginning. <laughs> it's the idea of getting older, especially as women. You think things are going to fall apart. Gravity is going to be against you. Like There's so many things that you're mm. thinking about. Um, but I am looking forward to doing all the things with you by my side and my boys and our family so that's what's up that's what's up nah i appreciate you baby you no i appreciate you too you you are exactly where i thought you were going to be at 40 really accomplished fine a mother (laughs) thank you fine uh (laughs) intelligent fine (laughs) taken care of fine Fine. this is where i thought you were going to be at 40 and and i think you're going to be there at 50 and 60 and 70 and I just, I, I'm not, age means nothing to me. The same way I don't care that much mm-hmm. about a new year. Right. I don't care about a number. I just know where we are and mm-hmm. it's just like, let's enjoy and embrace all of this. So Let's do it together, baby. Let's I'm excited. I'm excited about you and I just like, in a sense, aging backwards, right? Just kind of leaving our worries and troubles mm-hmm. behind and just like enjoying it, enjoying it, the positivity around aging. So <sighs> I love that for us. Let's uh, take a quick break while we unpack you know everything that happened in the last 39 years that we had to let Kay go and her come back and we gonna unpack that while we pay some ads you know it was rough the first 39 we went out Listen. we went out though we went out like a champ like cha- <laughs> stick around y'all we'll be back <laughs> All right, so we're back. After we're taking a quick break, back. Um, we are discussing turning forty. Mm-hmm. And since I'm still thirty nine, I you don't think be, I'm worthy of reading the first the listener letter. I'll let you. I'll let you read the first <laughs> listener letter since you put all these years into life. Listen, mad years <laughs> and mad days above you. So let me go first. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, Kadena DeVal. First off, I want to start by saying how much I love watching you and the boys. We have a lot of the same opinions on life and being, despite me being only 24. Mm. I know to y'all, I'm a baby. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm married and I've been for almost six years. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, wow. Six years. They've so been they together since 18. 18. Okay. Very similar. You guys have inspired me in more ways than you can think. And recently, I think I found evidence of my husband cheating. Lord, cheating cum stains on the bottom of his shirt. And when I brought it to his attention, he denied and reassured me that there was nothing going on. I know I'm not stupid and I know <laughs> I know what quickie cum stains look like. Okay. Might I add, this has been going on for about three months now on and off, once or twice a week or so, every week. He never has a good excuse as to what it is. It's always, I don't know. I had a borderline panic attack because I have two small children, 21 months and four months. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's like back super to back. back to back. And even though I don't believe in staying in relationships for children, making relationship decisions with children is hard nonetheless. There has been infidelity on his part in the past. And even though it's been years since I've had suspicion, a bunch of things are running through my mind as to why this would be going on again. It's hard to believe that he would actually do something like this and break our family. Plus, I believe cheating is so childish. Just be single. 
or at least communicate that you're not happy and are interested in seeing other people. Because we've been together so long, for me, I would have to leave mentally before I leave physically. So my question is, do you guys have any advice on choosing yourself and learning your worth after an infidelity crisis so that you can move on? Oh, man, I hate to hear stuff like this, man. But they're so young. I wonder if he's, he's probably around the same age, 18 Married I ain't gonna lie. I kind of want to know, like, 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 she should have sent in pictures of the cum stains, so that we can either confirm or deny if they really cum stains. <laughs> I like, don't want pictures no, of the cum no, stains. No, I'm just being honest because women, particularly pregnant women, tend to overreact and think things that are not happening. They're going through emotions, right? Okay. They're going through stuff. What if my man ain't cheating? So how would he explain the stains? That's what I'm saying. How do we know it's a cum stain? So what, you think he's just eating his sandwich sloppily? No, I'm not saying that it's not a cum stain. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, how do I give you advice on what you say is a cum stain? I don't know if it's a cum stain. I would want to see it so I could be like, oh, that's a cum stain. I nigga cheating. Or be like, sweetheart, that's not a cum stain. Like, what are you talking about? You sound kind of crazy. I don't know how to give her advice because I don't have enough information. Based on what she's saying, she says she's seen cum stains. He's denying it. Okay. So, sis, send us photos of... <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, I, I think p- because I there was a know. history of cheating, maybe she feels like this is something that has done in the past, and maybe she's having suspicions about it. I know what it's like when you have two small children back to back. We've yeah. had we've had those issues, absolutely. Right? Well, issues meaning like the stress that comes with being pregnant back to back, absolutely. So if she has a twenty one month old and a four, and then month, a four old. month old, she's not that sleeping. means that she's not sleeping. Her body's probably out of commission. You've been prenatal and postpartum at the same, same damn time. time. You've been there. Your hormones are all over the place. Your libido is at an all time low. There's so many things. So I would want to know what your life is looking like sexually between you and your husband. Are y'all having regular sex? Is that potentially an issue why he may be looking for it elsewhere? You know, what's communication looking like in the household? Are, you know, are y'all bickering? Are you nagging? Is he nagging? Is there complaints about not enough sex? Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that can be dissected here if we had a little bit more, I think, background on the story. Who leaves cum stains on their shirt and go home? Right. That's like to me just sounds like. And she's saying it's happened. It's happened. Right. Okay. After the first time and she noticed it, how about it's like, yo, let me move my shirt out the way. Like for me, it just yeah. seems like I'm not sure. Unless he just doesn't care at this point. He's like, oh, right. well, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to get caught. But here's my thing. If he don't care, then he'd just be like, yeah, they come stains. And mm-hmm. so he he cares enough to lie if he's lying. Mm-hmm. So if you care enough to lie, then why don't you care enough to take your shirt off or pull right. your shirt or up? Or, up? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I just want to know. Because we've done many of quickies where you just like, you pull the shirt up over your head like this. I've never had, I've never had cum stains on my shirt. on our shirt. Ever. Yeah. Like we, come on, we've been against since we 18. We had mad quickies in the car going right before we had head to our Cars, parents for Valentine's. or closets. You know what I'm saying? Yo, your parents is gone. Let's go. I've never once just had cum stain on my shirt. Right. right. So I wonder what that is. But even if, you know, even if it ain't, she asked a question about knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. Truth of the matter is, I would never just stay in a relationship for my kids. I personally would be like, listen, I am a better father if I'm in a in a better place with peace. You and I can co-parent. Mm-hmm. We can be friends. We don't even have to be friends. We have to be able to co-parent though. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to work with me on doing that, then cool. If you're not willing to work with me on that, that's cool too because I still got to be who I am for 
for my children. Mm-hmm. I do also know, though, that sometimes the other person can make it hard for you to parent mm-hmm. when they want something that you don't want. You know, we've seen time and time again oh, since we've been together, people who have kids, one wants to be in a relationship and one don't. Mm-hmm. And the person who does want to be in a relationship makes it hard for that person to be a parent because that's the only way that they can keep that person right. engaged in whatever like, yeah. relationship because like, I'm going to just leverage. fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know how hard that is. But as far as knowing your worth, sweetheart, you know what your worth is. Yeah. You know exactly what your worth is and what you're willing to receive and accept. And if you're not willing to receive and accept cheating, then it's time to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, there's no there's no debating it. It's just... Time to go. Your children wouldn't say, babe, mom, stay and get cheated on for, for us. Babies won't say that. Nope. They want to see their parents happy too. And also too, she said, um, just be single or at least communicate that you're not happy and interested in seeing other people. Maybe start there, sis. Spark the communication. Like talk mm-hmm. about what it is. Like just come to him with some sort of, well, of course the approach isn't everything. So just say, hey, are you just not happy here? Like just please be honest with me so we can get some clarity about what we should do moving forward because mm-hmm. genuinely all you should want at the end of the day for, is for both of you to be happy in whatever space that looks like and like you said being a co-parent who's a healthier version of themselves is always yeah. better for the children in the long run you know so I wonder how old you guys he can is have too. the conversation about that she said they've been married going on six years right and she's only 24 which means right. they've been together since they were 18 right that's if he's the same Hopefully age. he's the, around that age. So they're young. They're growing together. But if mm-hmm. he's not, he's a little bit older. But my thing is too, and this is just the God's honest truth. It takes a certain level of maturity in man to know how to deal with and have empathy for a woman who is carrying a child. Every man is not made to be a father. Mm-hmm. Every man is not made to be a spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, and every man is not made to be the person responsible for the woman carrying the child. Mm-hmm. And you had two children back to back. Right. If he's young, he may not be mature enough to understand what it means to be in that position. And if that's the case, let him go do what he's doing and you go be who you need to be for your children and find someone if you desire to be with someone who is prepared enough and emotionally prepared enough to take on that role. Mm-hmm. Because if he is cheating consistently, then there's, that's not going to stop just because you pointed it out. And I think sometimes that's what people think. Oh, I caught you. Now that I caught you, ah, you're going to stop, right? No, you, you caught me. I'm going to lie about it. And I'm going to find another way to do it. Right. You know, it takes a, a level of emotional maturity to stop that behavior if you want to. I think a lot of people need to understand once you decide to have a child, and I'll, I'll, I'll speak to women for this, understand that it's a lot for a man to know how to deal with all of the changes a woman goes through. So when you decide that you want to lay down with a man and that man may be the father of your child, have discernment with who you choosing to lay down with the man. same way we have to have discernment as men on who we're going to lay down with and impregnate. Right. It's the same thing. Because there's always a possibility. There's always, and if you sleeping with somebody and you looking at them and saying, this person will not make a good father. They're not empathetic. <laughs> they're, they're, they don't care about anyone else. Don't mm-hmm. sleep with them. Because mm-hmm. then you get this situation. Right. Right. This is the truth. Stuck. Gentlemen. Your girl get pregnant. The first three months of that trimester, she not going to want to hear from you. She's going to be nauseous. She's going to be tired. She's going to be throwing up all the time. And every time she looks at you, she's going to be disgusted at the fact that you get to be normal and she has to go through all. That's the first three months. Yep. The next three months, she's going to feel like she wasn't pregnant. Oh, I'm out the first trimester. It's the second trimester. Party. But you know what happens in the second trimester? Women start to show a little bit. But Mm -hmm. that show isn't really... A baby bump, it's a pudge. 
So now that same woman is going to be a little bit insecure about how she looks because she's a little bit heavier now. Like things aren't fitting the same. Them pants don't close. Have you done this you, before? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Clearly. You're going to have to deal with that. So now first semester you was dealing with her hating you because she was sick every day. Mm-hmm. Now the second trimester she's going to hate you because she don't look the same. She's starting to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Third trimester is hell because now she big. She's ready for this kid to come out. Her pelvis is going to be hurting. She's going to be have discharge. She's not going to want to have sex. Exit only. She's going to hate Nothing everybody. Inside. And if you as a woman haven't chosen the right man to walk that journey with, you're going to find yourself extremely disappointed mm-hmm. because dude's going to be like, what is happening? Yeah. And here's the crazy part. That's only the beginning. Because then there's a fourth trimester <laughs> when the baby gets here and you have sleep deprivation. You got to wake up every two and a half hours to breastfeed. Uh, your boobs are going to be sore, probably cracked and bleeding. Your vagina is going to be sore. It, you know, if you had to have surgery, it's going to have to be snitched up. So now we're going on a full year. You haven't had the woman that you laid down to have sex with. You know what happens to most men who don't, who aren't prepared for that? Mm-hmm. They cheat. Yeah. You know what happens to most women who haven't chosen the right partner to go through that with? They get cheated on. Couple that with the fact that y'all did all of that, had the baby, and then a couple months later got pregnant again? Yeah, man. It's a lot. Your body hasn't even fully recovered from what happened to it last time. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, like ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's a whole lot. Pregnancy and delivery and child rearing is a lot. Mm-hmm. It is never on one person. Two people had to lay down to make that child. Two people have to take care of it. If you don't choose the right partner, you're going to end up in situations like this. That is a fact. Men and women. Because I know some ain't shit mothers and I know some ain't shit fathers. I know some people that I'd be like, why would you even have a child the way you behave? It's not, <laughs> stupidity is not gender specific, trust me. And it's not age specific because I know some dumb old motherfuckers and I know some dumb young motherfuckers. That's the truth. Like, I can't Talk sit here and be it, like, find an old, find an older woman to have a baby with. She'll be better. No, find an older man to have a baby with. He'll be better. Nah, them niggas no. is dumb. They was dumb as young people and they the dumb as old people. That's one thing, yeah. I noticed, too, <laughs> at, at, at the ripe old age of 40, that people, some people are just their same 18-year-old selves yes. and their same 20-something-year-old selves that have just aged yes. to 40 and beyond. Yes. And have not grown at all and have no desire to change, so. Hopefully, we've helped you. The biggest thing here is, Confirm that it is cum stains. All right. So if you want to take some pictures, send it back to Tribble. We will send it to our labs. And our labs of me, Josh, Matt, and Tribble gonna look at it and be like, I don't know if this oh, is coming out. No. Or it may be coming and tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. He cheating on you, man. So send it to us again and we can close this. We should have oh, we should have mess. a dead ass court. We should have a dead ass court, bro. Uh, equipped with forensics For and all sorts of stuff. I'll pull, I'll pull up in this motherfucker like this. I got the test right here. It's dead ass cum. When it comes to <laughs> the, cum. the cum stains <laughs> on Jonathan's t-shirt, you are a cheater. <laughs> she gonna get up and be like, ah! He gonna run in the back. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, right. that was stupid. Dead ass court. And the plane today we have. We should definitely <laughs> we should definitely do dead ass court, y'all. What do you think? Y'all think we do we I feel like dead the, ass court? I feel like the after show can kind of be like dead ass court. We're gonna find out from Josh Tribble and Matt what they think about this. So hold please. Coming to you in the after in after, the after show. show. Dead ass court live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sis. number two. Communicate, please. Figure yes. out what's going on over there and circle back with us and let us know how it goes. So all the best to you, sis, for real. Number two. I would like to say, I would like to stay anonymous because I've told everyone I 
No, to listen to y'all. So I know they're going to hear this. <laughs> I'm from New York. Yeah. 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 Love it. And I've been in a relationship with my fiance for almost three years and we have a four month old. Congratulations to you guys. Our sex life has gone through a lot, but now it's amazing. That's what I'm talking about. Keep working at it. Only thing is sometimes when we are in the moments, I'm imagining scenarios to help get me to the big moment. Mm. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. All the scenarios are with my man. For example, I'm imagining him as a cop arresting me <laughs> or him being just a friend and we shouldn't be doing this. Basically like porn storylines. Is this wrong? Hell, fucking no, it ain't wrong. And should I talk to my man about this? Yes, you should yes. talk to him. Tell, yo, what does it mean? I'm not sure if it means I'm not being satisfied by him alone. Love you guys. No, it just Listen. means you have fantasies, boo. The thing I like the best is that she said With- she's, she's imagining him. Girl, I wish Kay would tell me. <laughs> Arrest me. Arrest me, daddy. I'm like, what you want me to do? What? I will go to the local police department. I will buy a full-fledged thing. I will get a police car. She will be coming home from the grocery store. I will pull her ass over. Sirens and everything. I would hire someone to be my partner. I would be like, yo, can you grab her, put her in the back seat? And I will fuck the shit out of Kay in the back seat of that fucking... Uh, cop car Handcuffs and baton Handcuffs Yo for real That's a fact I would have on the cam And everything So I could record it I would go out And then I would record it And I would have her Doing all sorts of wild shit And then I would record it And I would show it to her later See, see what I did for you So no You ain't wrong You are I absolutely right And the fact that she said Their sex life is amazing Which means they They are compatible Right They are right. They are doing the right things I love yes. this Yes It's the scenarios And the role play for me Because apparently I've been actually In, in scene study myself Because um, I have some stuff That I've been working on For DeVal <laughs> So this is actually So right on time And this oh. is This is the Lord Giving me affirmation That I'm on the right track About what no. I was thinking Because it <laughs> Let me tell you The role play The dressing up This is something DeVal Has been dying for me To do for years <sighs> And I was decades. thinking of something so Not years, decades. 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 So I finally fi- think I found a situation and a recipe. So I love that somebody else is feeling the same way. Have those fantasies about your man. Tell him what they are. Roll them shit out. Tell me, tell me. You and got, all that. Are you talking about my fantasies or you got your own fantasies? No, I think both of our fantasies. Some are mine and some are yours. No, I'm saying you got, like you got fantasies you ain't tell me? No, no, no. Tell I'm saying me, things nigga. that I want to do for you because oh. it's a fantasy of mine to please you in those ways. So yes, um, I do want to be stopped by a lady cop. Got me thinking I should date <laughs> a cop. Cause the uniform fit is so tight. She read me my rights. She cut up all the lights. <laughs> she told me I, I had the right to remain silent. <laughs> For everybody who don't know, wee, that's that's wee, Weezy. Wee. Weezy and Bobby wee, Valentino. Wee, wee. Like I cop cop. <laughs> Yo. When I get up on in ya. Oh. We can see the angels falling. <laughs> oh man, nah, it's just kind of actually got Listen, me hyped. I, like I wish, this. I wish, I, oh my god, I do have a cop outfit too. I still got it. Yeah, you do got a cop outfit. Mm-hmm. You wore it once in, a in like 2019. Um, I, I remember the day. Fit. It should fit now. It won't fit. There's nothing going over that thing you grew back there. <laughs> This, unless it's the skirt I and then it'll fall little, over. I always the, had a little booty. Yeah, it, yeah, but it ain't little no more. <laughs> After four kids, it ain't. Four, it's, Forty does to you. You can look forward to some extra weight in certain places. Yes, I like that. But wee, nah. Wee. I, but I, I first of all, I think this is That's dope. dope. Yeah, this is dope. Talk to him about it, girl. He would be surprised. He would love to get dressed up, bro. I, yes. Man, I go down to the fire department. Man, get me a fire hose. Man, I put the house on fire. <laughs> K will come home like, why the house on fire? I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> 
Shut up. Pull my hose out. Squirt all over. You get this fire out. You know how them pouring things? Man, there's only one it's way we can get the fire line. out. I need you to squirt as much as you can to get this. <laughs> you want me to squirt on the house, Devon? Do what you got to do, baby. Get we got to get the fire out. out of here. <laughs> I love it. There's so many scenarios coming up. Oh I love this gosh. for us. And I love this for you, girl. Go ahead and let us know. Circle back and let us know how he likes it. <laughs> I'm good for a circle back. Love y'all. We're in the circle back season too. So anything that you, yes. any business that was undone or unfinished yeah. in 2023, now is the time to circle back. Are you all right, y'all? <laughs> all right. And be sure if you haven't circled back yet, slide into our messages. We want some listener letters from you. Do, do this. Tell him that you are a naughty school girl <laughs> and you've been a bad girl. And you came to the principal's office Ooh. because you need to get punished. And he's the principal. And he's the principal. Put on some glasses. Put mm -hmm. on a skirt. Mm -hmm. And do all of the things and watch. You it. got some blue light glasses. Wa Yo, too. watch how he's going to be like, huh? And then you're going to be like, yeah, I've been naughty. <laughs> and look in Dennis' <laughs> eyes and then me. roll your shoulders like this and go, I've been naughty. <laughs> and then take out a paddle and be like, spank me, daddy. Listen. I guarantee you he's going to be like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And then you're going to find yourself in a different position. Because when you can get a man to use his imagination in the bed, it's a fucking rap. I know we was done with that, but now it was you making me think. He came back. Be a fucking rap. Listen, y'all have to see the eyes and the body language. For y'all on Patreon, you can see it. If you're listening, you got to join Patreon to get all the theatrics, okay? If, if y'all knew the, the things that me and Kadeem be doing, yo, I be in the living room and then Kadeem <laughs> will just disappear, right? And then I get a text message. And I'll just look at the text messages, mm -hmm. and then I'll just be like, uh, she be like, what you doing? And I'm like, where you at? And then she'll just be some nasty shit that she's just, I can't <laughs> tell y'all, because I don't want to embarrass my wife. Then I go back there in that room, and she got some outfit on, and I ain't never seen. In Vegas, she had a whole leather Victoria's Secret That was fire. Joint, and it, Man, we were staying in the, what? We stayed in the Encore? Uh-huh. Stayed in the Encore where we could see... The, uh, the dome. The new, the new uh, dome. sphere or something. So the light sphere? was constantly going to our room. So we were using that light as our mm -hmm. lights. And it was light camera Showtime. action. Showtime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Showtime happens in Vegas. That's a fact. And whatever happens in Vegas stays, right there. stays on my phone so I can watch it later. <laughs> God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. If there's a breakout viral moment, it'll be that. It'll Probably. be that. Probably. I'd be so popular and so famous after that. Forget it. Yeah, Forget it. Man. I'm gonna run that back though. That's the good thing too about being in your 40s and being in shape. There's things that you could wear now in the bedroom where you feel confident. Like let me tell you, all them. I mean, you could have wore those in the 20s and 30s too. Like you was popping. Yeah, all but them, not bro. like in between kids. Like I feel like every like once I got back after each kid, then I felt more confident with like my yeah, body I'll agree, and my I'll shape. Agree. But I'll like agree. when when the strings and the and the, the wires can just like sit and they don't be cutting in, and then you have like all the extra fat hanging out the side. Like when it just lays where it's supposed to lay. You couldn't tell me I so wasn't when you're a Victoria's not looking Secret like, angel. When you're not looking like a pack of busted biscuits. <laughs> you know when you bust the biscuits on the corner table and it'd be like, <laughs> and it'd be like spilling out? Right. So you don't, you don't, you didn't like looking personally, like that? Personally for me, no. You know, some people are Let me okay tell you something. with that. Some of the best sex we had was when, I was was when you was fluffy. Yeah. You was, it was right after them kids. That's I mean, how Kaz got here. That's how Kaz <laughs> That's got exactly here. That's exactly how Kaz got here. <laughs> you was a little fluffy, but you was proportionate. I was. Your boobs was bigger, your butt was and bigger. All sorts of it, stuff. It was, it was fluffy though, but you yeah. was—you you was a biscuit away. But um, I love. Or I was the I was, biscuit. 
You was the biscuit. I was the biscuit. You was the biscuit. Call me the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> the baker's yeah, I man. I bent that biscuit over. Bake me a cake as fast as you Put can. Put some gravy on that biscuit. Roll it and bat it. <laughs> We're so stupid. Can you, can you, can, look, you know what? Devout if you like to be featured as one of our listener letters, email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail. Dot com. Remix that shit for y'all okay. a little bit, right? I love that. <clears throat> <laughs> Moment of truth time. Oh my God, y'all. Moment of truth time. I got an easy one. You 40, you fine as fuck. You accomplished. You're a mom. You've done everything. Just keep enjoying life. Move on. Thank Next. you. Next. Thank you. Moment of truth <laughs> for me. Um, I'm so thankful to God for 40 years on this earth. Yes. Much of which. More than half has been with you by yes. my side, building and growing together. We have four yes. beautiful children. Yes. I am just excited about unapologetically being who I am from 40 on and Mad Trips. Where we going next? You know who you're going to be? Who? A cop later. <laughs> A lady cop. <laughs> Arrest me. Because <laughs> the uniform fit me so tight. And random hints rights. Could have fought a lie. She said, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all. Be sure to follow us on Patreon if you haven't subscribed yet. Now is the time to see exclusive Deadass Podcasts video along with a ton of Ellis content. All mm-hmm. day K episodes. I will be doing more this year. Yes. Pulling you guys in to all the stuff that I have going on in this new year. And you can also find us on social media. Deadass the podcast. You can find me at Kadeen I am. And I am Devout. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Pick up that We Over Me book. The counterintuitive approach to getting everything you want out of your relationship. And make sure you subscribe to us on Patreon. And if you haven't gotten your tour tickets yet... This is going to be the last tour for the foreseeable future, y'all. I'm letting y'all know that now. Yes, We're not ma'am. sure if or when we'll be back on tour. So Dallas, New York, Philly, D.C., Charlotte, and Atlanta. Now is the time. Grab a friend. If you live close by, do a, a road trip. Make it a weekend. Overnight is Valentine's Day in between. Get your tickets now and see us go out with a bang. That ass. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free for everyone and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.